Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Let's begin now. Let's go at 6 o'clock. Welcome into the Playhouse. It's Kat and JJ. How are we feeling? I am good. How are you? What do you think makes you sneeze 20 times before the show every day? When did I sneeze? Uh, you don't even know it anymore. I've been I've been tracking this for the better part of this calendar year. You're out and, of your mind. No, I no, have no. not sneezed at all. Oh today. my god, absolutely! It's like five times. And You're here's crazy. A, no, 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 no. Here's how I know. I, I set a mental record, and every single day, here's how I know. My office is 25 feet from the studio. When Cat gets in here, she comes straight into the studio. She does work, leaves the door open. I every day, and here's how I know. Because every single day that you've done this, I've taken a pen out of the pen holder on my desk and put it into my drawer. My drawer is full of pens right now. You are obsessed there with is me. Some, no, no, no. Because oh I my hear God. it. Because it's quiet in here. And then I hear, achoo, woo. Well, and then usually it's I a apologize. second one. It's not a problem. I'm wondering, why do you sneeze this much at home? No, I don't sneeze ever. You sneeze in the car? No. It, your in-laws? Your, no. your, your your sister's house with the chickens? I uh, no, I don't think so. There's something here then, or it's either. Do you, how about Saturdays when you wake up and get the day going? Do you sneeze? I don't think so. See, I don't monitor myself as I know, closely as you monitor. No, me, the, so you know the reason. Notice. After I broke my sternum, I hear and feel every time somebody else sneezes. Yeah, because for me, when I sneeze, I have to hold a sneeze in now because it hurts so bad. But I notice every day you're in here and you sneeze at least, and you'll sneeze two or three times during the show. Too, I'll be okay with this it. conversation if you count other people's sneezes. Are you counting anybody else? Nobody else leaves here? the door open and then goes. Je- I hear Woo! Jen sneeze all the time. But it's it's but for you it's every day, several times before the show. There's something in here. But did you die? No, I don't. It, that's not bothering it, me. It does sound like it's a bothersome. But w- but what do you think makes in here? What's this environment? Is there too much dust in here? Like what? There's got to be something in this environment. I just cleaned here yesterday. I just wiped everything down. There's something that makes you sneeze every day before the show, at least a couple of times, I don't and that's know. abnormal. It's odd. I don't know what to tell you. I am sorry. You're allergic to work. <laughs> yes, yes, that is it. How was your I day yesterday? What'd you do? Work. Give me some. I worked out yesterday. And I didn't work out how you work out, but I worked out. I walked for our hour podcast. And then I did some, like, a leg machine. And then I went in and played some basketball with Liam. And it was really nice. Like, I really like our uh, our gym Will you be area. sore today? Um, My legs are, like, my thighs are a little sore. Okay. But it was just really nice to walk and listen to how funny nice I am. Walk. And then, oh, my God, I talked to my sister. She called. And she has that old house, right? It was built a year before toilet paper, okay, came out. And so she has my, my nephew, Clark, is in piano lessons. And she's like, listen, I don't have time to run you all the way to this city for piano lessons. I wonder if this guy will come here and do piano lessons for us for a cheap price. So she asks him and he says, sure. He shows up, walks into the house and says, I don't want to freak you out. But I lived here for 12 years. Shut up. The same house? Yes. And the woman that my sister didn't vote for for mayor, she lost the mayoral race this last time, is his mom. And that is just a fantastic 
occurrence of coincidence. That's what I said. And his name is the same name as my nephew's dad. But what I said was, Emily, you got to look up, like Google this woman, see if she lost any kids. Because what if like it's a spirit that was brought back to your house? Because her house is completely haunted. Mm-hmm. I showed you that video. Right. That was, that's, that was mm-hmm. freaking. But what a, what a weird story, right? He walks in. He's like, I don't want to freak you out. But I lived here. I lived here through the 70s. For 12 years. No, this kid's like 23 years old. Oh, so he grew up there. She just bought it, like, what, a year and a half ago. That so, is, think about all the people you could get to come to your house to give your kid piano lessons. Yes. And you hire the person that lived there just before you did. How crazy. That's a freaky situation. Yeah, I know. Since it is the holiday season, and everybody's starting to feel a little bit more, you know, festive and jolly and stuff, I want to do uh I want to turn that right around. Okay. And I want to talk about how you ruined part of Christmas. Well, I've told my story before about how my mom came home. She was shopping all day, parked her minivan in the garage and said, do not go out there no matter what. So what did you immediately start screaming to do? I went out there <laughs> and I opened the back and I remember seeing all the tubes for my hamster's new tube mansion. and Tube city. They lit up. In the middle of the night. I mean, this was the Mac Daddy of hamster tubes that you wanted, and I got it. And I forgot to shut the back door of her van. And she saw the dome light was on, looks out there. She knew you were people. Yells at me. She gets in her car. She drives. She's gone for hours. Did she threaten to take it back to the store? Uh, she, she did, but yeah. I ended up getting it. Because you're a spoiled brat. Yeah, and she came back, and her eye, I just remember her eyes were all puffy and red. Oh, she was smoking weed. And no, she was oh, crying. crying. I okay, made my gotcha. mom cry around the holidays, and I felt so bad. Now being a mom, I threatened Liam, like, if you even go in this guest room, so you ruined Christmas it's all year. gone. It's all gone. Well, yeah. I did feel bad about another Christmas. I was 17 had gotten my license. I was driving my mom's Mazda Miata, which in the winter time, mm. not safe no boy at no. all. It's the size of a toaster and doesn't have like really any brakes. You know, you just kind of have to like ease into them. It's so light too. They don't work on snow very right. well. And so I remember opening one gift after the other. One was a paper road map. Another one was a scraper for a windshield. Another one was uh, some armor all wipes. And I'm like, "Eh, awesome. Thanks. My sister got a phone. You know, my brother's getting all this fun stuff. And then uh, my mom's like, oh, there's one more for you. But can you get it out of my car? And then I go into the garage. And there was my big brand new car with a big red bow on it. So that was kind of cool. I hate people like you. But in my mind, I felt bad, like, going where I went. Like, okay, now, where's my stuff? Where's my gift? I got in a bar fight. I was back from college my freshman year. I got in a bar fight about three nights before Christmas. And so showed up to church. My mom was so disappointed. I'm sure. There's this big cut on my forehead, half black eye. She was so. What was the fight over? Do you even remember? Uh, I don't know. Probably so it, dumb. You know what happens is like, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas, you go back to your hometown and uh, most people are happy to see other people they haven't seen in a long, long time. Uh-huh. I apparently had had some unfinished business yes. with folk that got left behind in high school <laughs> and that seemed to brew very quickly yeah. at the old Red Door Saloon. Oh, you think you're better than us, city uh, boy? It was, uh, it, did anything like that well, come out of their mouths? I, I think it was probably me going something about 
you guys stayed behind to work at the can factory or something wow, like that. Wow, that's real nice. I'm not Listen, I don't think that way now, but I'm sure I said something like that. I'm sure I felt like I was better than them because I was at a... Because you, you know, tried out for the twins was, and didn't make it. I was it. going to the Harvard of Southern Minnesota uh, at the time, but... I wanted to, and I and I asked my friend Andrea, can you just send me bullet points on this? Because we were having some beers on Saturday night, and this was like a conversation one away from me. I was kind of eavesdropping on this, uh-huh. and they were talking about how did you, you know, ruin Christmas or whatever. Yeah. So her, she grew up in Tennessee. She's married to this guy named Jake. They own property next to her parents' place. Okay, they own like fifty acres. Wow. And so whenever they go back for the holidays or once or twice a year, they'll go back and they'll borrow her parents' tractor to cut all the bush away to make sure that it doesn't just get overgrown because they haven't done anything with the land yet. Okay. So what they did is uh, a couple of weeks ago, her mom said, hey, you can't use dad's tractor anymore because we're going to have to get a new one because it doesn't work very well. So they were acting a little cagey about it. So Andrea calls uh, like somebody locally and says, hey, can you go out there, cut back the brush, we'll pay you for it. This guy goes, absolutely, goes out there, knocks on her parents' door, just saying, hey, I'm going to be out here. Parents kick him off the property. Oh, Stay the hell away, don't ever come back. Okay. So she hires somebody else to come in at night and cut back all the brush. Yeah. Her parents call her the next day, they're like, what the hell are you doing? That was going to be your Christmas present from us. Because it costs like four grand yeah. to get all that cut away. And her parents had already hired somebody to go do it after the holidays. Oh, okay. And so they completely ruined Christmas because mom and dad didn't know how to tell them, hey, we bought you this. Yeah. They wanted it to be a surprise. And so Christmas got ruined. I don't know how to feel about this. It's a $4,000 waste. And and now now her parents have to call somebody back and say, hey. You don't need your services anymore. You can't have the work where this guy's already scheduled out the work. Yeah. And that's how they live, thinking I got this job and this job and this job. Yep. And she's like, I ruined Christmas. I don't know what to do. So they're like, I don't even know if we want to fly back for Christmas now because my mom and dad are so angry at us. They don't know if they want to go back to Tennessee. Wow. They shouldn't be angry about it. It was just a miscommunication. It's a $4,000 miscommunication. You'd be pissed at your kid, too. Give them four grand. Give them Venmo. That's what I was thinking. Right, right. Take that money. Give it back to them and say, hey, pay for what you just did. That's probably an easy fix. But mom and dad had thought this out for an entire year. They had made it so they couldn't use the tractor and everything like that. Save the money. That's my big question. Did you ever just ruin Christmas? Yeah, what what does Derek do? Every Christmas, your Christmas gets ruined by your husband, Howlcat. It is just his greed. And he doesn't know what the season is all about. The season for me, it's about the feelings. For him, it's about the gifts. And every He's a year, grown ass man, this is still a thing. The the way that he is so okay with telling somebody that that gift doesn't work for him, and an to bring it back, anything that his mom gives him. He's okay, like that. So he he opens it. His mom gave him a, a brand new whatever Me, pair of joggers. Yeah. Nope. Folds it up. Bring it back. You got the receipt. Bring it back. Mm, you wow. Know, thanks, thanks. No thanks. And his brother does that too. So I mean, she loves people being honest with her, like. No, I'd rather have you go. I know, but don't you at least like you let everybody finish back. and then you pretend to try them on and be like, you know nope. what, mom, those are a little bit too small. Do you think I can get the receipt? It makes me so uncomfortable. There's a way to be cagey about saying, I, know I don't like this. He doesn't do any of that. I say it every year to both of them. I'm like, you guys, you can't make socks work. Those are sweatpants. I like socks. You, you can't make sweatpants work. They're Nike sweatpants. Yeah, but you know, I feel like they could have a different color swoosh. You know, like stuff like that. Wow. And I'm just like so happy that we have 
really dialed the gift giving back this year and focused more on family time and our bake off and all that stuff. That's important. Not the gifts. But just the way they look at her, they're just like mm. Did he grow up as spoiled yeah. as you? Yes. No. Well, like the thing is they got mount mountains of gifts that they would wake up to. I got about five prime gifts. You know, like I well, got a car, a car. I, got a, I yeah. got a phone. I got I got cool stuff like that. But And I love <laughs> everyone over the holiday season, but hearing you talk about this every year makes me hate you a little bit more. Well, don't hate me. Why? Well, I hate your parents a little bit more than for being wealthy. institutional in this whole thing. That's so sad. But really, he'll just say, no, take it back. Yeah, it's it's very <sighs> it's very cold. It makes my chest know? tight just thinking about that because I really like your husband. But this I remember the first time it happened, I was just like, <gasps> like, I felt like I had to go to a bedroom for a couple minutes, like breathe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay Police Chief Mary O'Connor did not have to resign. We were talking about it off air. So this is this is what happened. She got pulled over. She was in a golf cart, by the way, and wasn't even driving. And they weren't drunk. They just went to get food. Stopped you because you're driving a unregistered vehicle with no tag on it. Is your camera on? It is. I'm the police chief in Tampa. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. I'm hoping that you'll just let us go tonight. Not to say I, I, you look familiar, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I do. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, have a good night. So All right, take care. Bother you. All right, no worries. No worries. It was nice meeting you. All right. <laughs> if you ever need anything, call me. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome, sir. Thank so. you for your service. Thank you for yours. Thank you. So, take care. And so she pulled the plug because the, they turned up the heat on her? I don't know. She Man. was embarrassed. Maybe she was embarrassed. But I love how that guy goes right back to the cop shop. You guys have to see who I, I just <laughs> talked to and pulled her rank but on still, me. You don't have to. I mean, I know uh, that's I bad. get a vibe, though, from her and I could be wrong, but I feel like maybe she's like that lady, you know, that maybe again, she's sitting shotgun in a golf cart. She should have just sat there and let yeah. the, I mean, what is it? A $50 ticket if you're uh, driving a golf cart no on the city idea. street? No idea. Who knows if they were even going to get a ticket or not? She should have just like sat there and did not open her mouth. Sir, I promise we'll never yeah. do this again. ABC News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Jen Ashton explaining why. And I don't know if you go to bed with your TV on. But I do, but Trisha will leave it on all night really? sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Ambient light exposure while we're sleeping. Any lights left on. So many people fall asleep with the television on. That is horrible for your sleep quality. Because a study done earlier in the year, which actually checked people's heart rates and their blood levels when they had any amount of ambient light exposure while they were sleeping, you guys. And they found differences. So the darkness matters. Oh, yeah. Trisha. Trisha. Good point. Um, All right, so stores are being um, uh, a little bit more cautious about people that are underage getting into their beer and alcohol refrigerators. So now there are certain stores, and I'm sure it'll work its way here, but you have to scan your ID. So I've never seen this. Check it. These doors don't open. None of the liquor. Put your ID and press scan. Start scanning your ID. Once it's done scanning, it says what door. I want the Bud Light door. There you go. I don't see any problem with this. I mean, if you are, yeah, not doing anything wrong, grab your ID. You're going to have to show it either way when you go check out. Yeah, but you know what it does is it takes a little of the pressure off that uh, 22-year-old kid working the liquor store on a Sunday night. Yeah, or or just doesn't really recognize a good fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? It cuts down on a lot of that, so I I get it. It's probably smart. You know, this week, people are celebrating National Denim Week. I'm trying to get off denim. 
think I'm you off are? sugar pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to get off denim. Why? Because of the cold season? I just don't like jeans anymore. You know what I'm into is like the uh, the Fabletic kind of pants that yeah. are like kind of dressy, but not so much. That's where I'm at. Okay. It's a it's a become what exponentially. Have I have jeans on today. I've become exponentially more lazy as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. That 3 a.m. get up, get ready thing is just it's difficult to plan out. A wardrobe that might make sense to the rest of the community. You should check out the pants that Derek wears. He was inspired by Amos, and they first he was like, "Oh my god, he looks like he's on the Animal Planet every day." Like you know those khaki. I don't know how to describe the feel. It's kind of nylony. Yeah, but you could dress it up. I, that's I have some of those, but in like darker colors because yeah. I I like wearing them when I'm coaching football because they kind of look like they're sporty, mm-hmm. but you can kind of get away with them in the office kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm all into that. I don't think I'll buy another pair of jeans probably as long as I live. Liam and I met uh, my friend and then her daughter at the mall the other day, and we went to Target, and I'm like, I want to get. Just two pairs of jeans that don't have holes in them. All my jeans have, like... They're that you know, old? No, they're, like, they're distressed. They're worn. But I'm like, I want dressier Probably in the jeans. Knees. And I want to wear it with a sweater or whatever. So I went to Target, and I had, like, five different pair in my cart. And then I'm like, no. I got to wait until I lose a little bit more weight, and then I want to go shopping. I don't want to spend money right now. But I'm like, I'm going to go through the jeans that I have in my closet and see if I can find any without holes or whatever. And I look, and I'm like, oh, my God. Some of these jeans are, two two pair of jeans are 10 years old. I used to have ones from that were maternity pants that I wore until Liam was five <laughs> because they were so comfortable. comfortable. Sure. Oh, my God. They went right underneath my breasts, and they would just, like, hold everything in and so tight, and I loved them. But those have to be my oldest jeans. And they're still very comfortable. I do a pretty decent job of purging my closet every year, so I don't think I have jeans probably three years old, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I bet Trish keeps that cycle going. Doesn't she shop for you? Or do yeah, you go shop for, for yourself? No, I, I do a little more shopping for myself lately. I think uh, I think she quit. Yeah. she. I think she realized that she shops for me because she wants me to wear certain clothes, mm-hmm. and I don't do it anyways. Okay. You got to remember, most of my, the, the wardrobe, my, here's my job. Is I can sit in here in a hoodie and a pair of jeans or a pair of sweatpants pretty much every day. Yes. And I go straight to the gym, so it's not real clothes anyways. And then if I'm coaching afterwards, it's like sports gear with the name on it. Just new sweat. I don't, there's, I mean, mine is going to church and my church is super laid back. Yeah. Other than if I have a funeral or a baptism on the agenda, I don't ever wear anything that buttons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm kind of living a Fabletics life. Your best life. I want to know if anyone can beat my 10 years though. Do you have jeans that are older than 10 years old? I have two pair in my closet right now. I want to know anyone that's got jeans older than 10 years old that can get in them. Yeah. That's the second part. Bravo. Like mine, I, uh, those are called my hopeful jeans because they were expensive. Like when I used to spend money before Liam was. What are they like? Silvers? Born a a pair of lucky. Okay. I think they're both luckies. Yeah. And they're, they just fit so well. What? Probably pay, uh, 10 years ago, you paid $75 yes, for jeans. I know. You thought that was the end of the world. Just because I wanted that kid, little spot kid. where it says lucky you. <laughs> yeah, right when he owns it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, who can be 10 years? 10 years is a long, long time to have a pair of jeans floating around. Yeah, I know. And you can still wear them.
The struggle is real. If you have a child that's in like uh, you know, college or some kind of advanced school, my daughter's got it on the brain that she'll be going to med school here soon. My oldest is kind of thinking about grad school now, and I'm like, wow, yeah, you know, it's great that uh, that we're broke to begin with. Now it's even more broker, but I can't imagine going through what Haley's going through. And we know a little hit, and this is this is your daughter, right? Yeah, she's 23 years old, and so she's been going to school for a long, long time. And I'm guessing that she still hasn't graduated. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, so she's this is her switching schools for the third time. Um, first, she started. You know, she went down the physical therapy route, and then she was like, you know what? That's not my passion. My passion is hair. I'm going to be a hairstylist, a hair colorist. That didn't work out. And now she's, you know, in the dental assistant world. Yeah. And at at this point, I'm just like, I can't keep paying for this kind of school because it just gives her the green light to just continue doing this, bouncing around. And I'm paying for all of this, mind you. So I just feel like it might be a time to not support her financially. And maybe she'll actually stick with it if she's the one paying. I think that's a great idea. I didn't even know it was an option to not do what I told my parents I was going to do and what they signed up for when it came to like my student loans. Yeah, I I literally thought like this is this is it. You got to make it work. JJ, however, switch. Yeah, I uh, spent one hundred thousand dollars on an education to sit here and tell fart jokes in the morning. So I I get this. Um, I just I mean, what if you just saw this one through? I mean, is she going to be in the dental world? Could you help her out to get to this point? Yeah, I mean. I could, but the question is, if she maybe this is just the last time because if she does it again, I, I, I I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna so lose when do it normal her. kids graduate from like a four year? Twenty two, right? Twenty two or maybe twenty three, maybe twenty one if you're getting in a little bit early. So she could have already been well into a profession that she yep. chose initially, and maybe physical therapy or whatever wasn't for her. But like. Is she giving you a reason why this one's going to stick? No, she just said that she had to go down these other routes to get to this, which is her true passion, I guess. I don't know who's passionate about dental work, but, you know. (laughs) Is she like that? Like, feeling cute might be a dental hygienist. Feeling cute might do hair today. I would would say, you know, we're on, you know, number three. It's your cash now. I would say that. I'd be interested to see what our listeners think. So let's toss this out real quick. We'll see what they think. And uh, if you just want to turn up your radio, I'm sure we'll get some pretty good input here. Okay. Sounds good. Talked a couple of minutes ago to a lady named Haley. Her daughter is on her third school now. And she's kind of like, I think I'm done paying for this. Been all over the board with her interests. She wants to now get into dental hygiene. She wants to be a dental assistant. So she's gone from one thing to the next. And you know, there's a, everyone is entitled to change their mind, but I think when you're on the third round, then you need to teach them that you have to take it seriously. She's not taking it seriously because it's not her money. It's funny when they're 10 years old, we say, I'm going to support you no matter what to do whatever you want. But when they're entering that uh, $250,000 of education yeah. mark, you start going. Yeah, but what's support? I think mental support is great, too, like calling them every day. Uh, How did your classes go? Tell me what you're learning. That college is not going to cash your check of mental support. Well, they'll cash her check mm. that she's working Destiny, for. how do you handle this? Your daughter's on her third different school. What do you say? Is this uh, we're done supporting you this way or this is your last chance? How do you handle this? 
Honestly, I would think, you know, I grew up where you kind of had to pay for your own education if you wanted to go to school. I mean, go ahead and support her mentally. I mean, everybody needs support that way. But, I mean, honestly, if you can't financially do it, you know, just honestly tell her, you know, I I can't keep on paying for this. You can go on and do it, but, you know, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. That's honestly what I would do. Don't you feel like that's love? I feel like that's love to teach them, like, all right, now you're 23. You can now rent a car. You are independent. You have to right? take the reins here. or Literally, yeah. literally. That's what I feel, too. It's like it's giving them that responsibility on how to adult. You know what I yeah. mean? And I don't know about you, but when I'm spending my own money, I'm a little bit more serious about it than when I'm spending somebody else's. Absolutely. So Yeah. Good call. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Destiny. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank take you. Care. Hello, Lindsay. How are you feeling this morning? I'm good. I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah, good. Same here. Thanks for asking. Uh, what do you do if it's her third school already and you're like, yeah, you're cutting her off financially or is this a last chance? So I grew up, my parents could not financially afford me to go to college. Um, I basically had to pay for my own college and my parents pushed the college for me and I decided to go. Well, it was all my responsibility And I believe, like, I think telling her I financially cannot keep paying for you to switch majors or switch colleges, that it's now your responsibility. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I don't either. I think that I I don't know. I I look at how I went through school with the jobs and you you just make it work. I have a, a girlfriend who says, no way, we will never make our kids work at all while they're in school. I'm like, then they better be above average with their grades, like over 4.0, like killing it. Did you take out a lot of loans, Lindsay, or did you have that job? Um, I, I worked full time while yeah. going to college, actually, yep. yeah, <laughs> and so, I'm doing nothing that I went to school for. So. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, it's, it's a little more difficult. Like if you're a student athlete, there's very little time for a job. Uh, I found a way to do that, but then I also had a side hustle. And so, you know, I, my parents were cool about it. They said, we'll pay half and the scholarships you get come off your half. And so that's the agreement we have with, with our children. Um, and so like, my daughter's going to, I mean, she'll be out, she'll be done and on to med school and she won't have any debt because yeah. she's, you know, got, got a, a ton of scholarships. But that's the other thing that you can't get across to a young yeah. kid. Like I have a freshman in high school and I'm still, I'm trying to pound into his head. Hey, don't be a dummy. And these places will give you money to go to school here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. it, they, they don't yes. get and that. I, I got lots of grants. So. Yeah. yeah. Grants are great. Especially if, I mean, there, and there's millions of dollars worth of grants out there. If you want to spend a couple of your nights, not partying your senior year and decide to apply for them. I mean, they're people that just want to give you money to be a good citizen and you got to go out and get them. So I think maybe that's another angle we can look at here too. Yes. Gotcha. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Lindsay. Good to hear from you. Have a great day. Last time Liam was at the school nurse, and I think they called you while you were on the air, right? Was your husband not answering? What was the deal there? I think so. I, I just remember know. you getting the call because we were like either in a commercial break or we were on the, uh, during a song, and I remember you were kind of – because what had happened? Was he, he was just feeling sick? I think it's always good? with his asthma, okay. you know, and um, it's maybe four or five times a school year that it just like Your school nurse in. a nurse? Is she actually an RN? Is she a registered yeah. nurse? Yeah, and her name is Barbie. So it's Miss Barbie? And yeah, she'll just give you an update. How do you know she's a nurse? 
So, because it says nurse, Barbie. But the last time I got a call from them, I was mid-pedicure, and I was, like, so close uh, I to going. I ain't having it. It's Miss Iglesias. It's not me. It's Miss Iglesias. I was like, oh, my God, we got to hurry this up. I got to go get my kid. So, I've had a couple instances where when my kids are coming up through elementary school, we get a call from the nurse. Uh, one was... My really, really athletic child ran face first into the flagpole. Oh, my God. Um, so he had a big knot on his head. Uh, and then there's a couple other times where they just don't feel well, right? They kind of get a little bit ill through the, uh, through the day. I mean, the amount of germs that float around through elementary school are insane. The reason I ask is I can guarantee the nurse at my elementary school, Nurse Barb, uh-huh. Was not a nurse. It was just my friend's mom. Barb? Barb, just right? Barb. It was just my friend's mom. They lived on a farm. And the whole family farmed except for the mom. Yeah. So she would bring uh, her son into school every day and she'd stay there as the nurse. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe she, I don't know, I, I just couldn't imagine she had a nursing degree, right? Yeah. Well, here's why you want, I want to check with your kids. This story is floating around. If you have a child that usually would take Adderall, you, you know that there's been a big Adderall shortage for a while right now. But not for this lady, a middle school nurse in Florida has been stealing Adderall from the kids and replacing it with aspirin. What a crime. Nurse that is Ma- horrible. Nurse Michaela's 27. She lives in the panhandle. Just started working at the school in July. All the kids' medications were kept, uh, kept locked up in the medicine cabinet. She'd go in there, take out some Adderall, replace it with aspirin or a leave, depending on what the pills looked like. In September, a girl noticed that her Adderall's pills didn't look like, uh, right. Then her mom and several other parents started noticing changes in their kids' behavior. The school realized over 100 pills were unaccounted for. That is so terrible. They found an Aleve in the kids' pill bottle, seven aspirin in another pill bottle. It's not clear if she was taking the meds for herself or up and selling them, but she was the only person in the key with the cabinet. Probably a little bit of both. I know that it's an appetite suppressant. That's grand theft of a controlled substance, by the way. But it's also child abuse. It is not allowing these children's brains to function the way that they're supposed to keep up with their peers. Then they start to get the mental health like, oh, my God, I'm I'm dumb. I can't focus. Five counts of child uh, maltreatment. Yeah. mm -hmm. Good. Bye. I don't know how you stop that. I know you want to trust the people you trust your kids with. Yeah. But if you notice that your kids are acting maybe a little off, mm-hmm. might be want to see, you know, something you might want to look into. Well, I trust nurse. Jack and Adderall from nine-year-olds. Yeah, that's pretty pathetic. <laughs> what is something that happened in 2022 that was just really notable and awesome? Anea texted, I got custody of my daughter after five years of battling with her ex. That's got to be so, a relief. That does have to be a relief. I, I can't imagine a situation where you know that your child is not in the best position and there's nothing you can do about it until you go through all the right channels. Tyler texted, bought my dad's hunting land, all cash. Uh-huh. I now own some of the state. That's pretty cool. Lisa says, I got married and divorced. Don't worry. It's a good thing. All in one year. That's a wild ride. It's a very quick turnaround. How about you? What would be your headline for 2022? Your good news headline. My God, my good news headline would be, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, you know, I had a really great time this past weekend for our first ever traveling anything with Liam's, you know, sporting. Sure. And I'm just like, this is where we're at now. You know, now this is going to be like our our traveling sports family and we got a good crop of people 
And I'm excited. You were saying off the air, you were talking about how bad these people were and how you didn't like any of them. Why would you come on the air and you know all the stuff that you've said about other families and you want to start this? (laughs) Oh, they know. The problem is I don't hide it. That's really weird that you want to start drama like that. I don't mind it. Uh, For me, I think it'd be pretty easy that Trish beat cancer. Uh, That'd be my my easy 2022 headline. How about Nicole? Your 2022 good news headline would be I'm a grandma. happen when did you get your first grandbaby april 6th so wait how old are you yeah you don't sound old enough to be a grandma 42 well 42. the math works out yeah, yeah. that's okay All so right. you're just a, yeah. you're a young grandma my son's, yeah my son was 21 when he had a baby and i was 21 when i had him so yeah all right now uh what kind of you have a baby or a, yeah, a granddaughter or grandson boy what's his name haven haven like h-a-v-e-n t-a-v I would have said Tavin, but it's Taven. Yeah, T-A-Y-B-I-N. Oh, that's a good headline. Babies are always a blessing and a Band-Aid if you're having a bad relationship. Plus, you're still young enough where you can get around, you play around on the ground and stuff with them. You're not like old grandma. And it's our fourth generation, and my son named him after my dad. Oh, I love that. That's very, very, very cool. All right, and so what what do you get uh, a baby that's not even going to be one for Christmas? Just a bunch of... Clothes, socks. Anything they could gnaw on, huh? Yep, those are in the freezer. There's plenty of those. He's already got two teeth. Which is more than most of Kat's family. (laughs) The big question is, what would be your headline for 2022? It's got to be good vibes. All right. Uh, Anea, for example, had texted us a few minutes ago, got custody after five years, finally got solo custody of my child. Talking to a ton of people. Have you figured yours out yet? Um, yeah, I said the, the that's it. I mean, it's not that that's not great, but But nothing eventful happened this year where it was like so outstanding. I would say last year paying off all the debt. So that would have been my headline because that was like a great moment for us. But I would just say, um, about getting that car wash endorsement. So I couldn't make giant phallic things on your car because it's so clean. That's a plus. That's That's a a big one. It's a big loss in my life. You having a clean car. Sorry, My car is clean. I'll try to go through some more mud piles. Daniel, the big headline for you this year would be what? My good news for this year was I got promoted at work. Hey, all, all right. right. So, so like you what? went from what to what? I went from a uh, direct care, or, or uh, yeah, DSP to a, a house supervisor. Okay. And, you know, people really do respect the people that move up from the bottom. You know, you're not just like a, a transplant yeah. that was hired. You know the grind, right? Exactly, and I've been there for nine years. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I could tell from your voice that you actually earned this. This wasn't just like somebody retired or quit and they moved you up because they didn't have anybody else. Like, you had to put in the work, huh? I did, yeah. I did. I really did. This one came in from Sarah from Alexandria. Adopted our daughter in October. Both our kids got baptized November 13th. Those are some fun moves. This one is from Gabby. One year ago, I lost my mom suddenly. And then I went from homeless, jobless, and trauma-filled. Today, I'm standing tall, beautiful home, new management job that just landed in my lap. I've overcome the worst of the worst. Gabby, this is this is going to be your year. Uplifting. For sure. Thanks for sharing with us. Good morning. How are you? Hello. 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 Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we bothering you? No. Okay. What can, what can we do for you? Remember when you called us? Answered. Oh no, we never um, do. That's. I, I know. Well, I was listening to the story. Oh the yeah, you're hearing what seven, fifteen seconds story, ago. Go ahead. My headline story would be that I got a kidney transplant this year. That's oh. amazing. Who gave it to you? Do you at least know the person? Um. Well, 
this is Marianne. I oh, Marianne, from, yes. Well, breast cancer. Yep. Um, it was a coworker, and I did not know her personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I just only talked to her on the phone about work stuff, and then one day she called and told me she was going to get tested to be a donor. Wow. Um, she didn't match me, but we could do the pairing program because she got accepted to. So her kidney went somewhere out of state. I got somebody I don't know, kidney. But it affected about four people who needed kidneys. So eight people were involved in the whole pairing program. How long were you waiting for a kidney? Almost six years. It'll be in January. Wow. Wow. A lot of people don't know your story as well as we do. And you've gone through it. So you just went to Mayo for a checkup I saw on Facebook, right? Uh, U of M. U of M. Okay. And and it went well? Yes. Okay. How? Um, it'll be it's about two months ago, September 20th, I had the transplant. So are there any, like, restrictions right now as far as diet, exercise, your daily life, or are you just kind of, like, back to the way you were when kidneys were working right? Um, yeah, I just have to go for, it started out, I had to do lab work twice a week, and they kept changing my medication for my anti-rejection meds. The sure. levels had to be a certain thing, and that got changed um, almost weekly. And then um, now I'm down to once a week, and then I'll eventually go down to every other week, and then once a month. How do you feel today? I feel good. I still just get tired. But otherwise, I don't have any more pain, and I wake up during the night peeing, which I don't care for. (laughs) Same. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.